Welcome, 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 welcome to Me Podcast. Me Podcast. Me Podcast is proud to present Dennis Forsberg. Hello, everyone. Lululululu. Welcome to my trip to reality episode. Oh, almost said part. Almost, but didn't. Goddamn. Episode 10. And this is the first episode where there's like two numbers, which is pretty cool. You know, one and a zero, you know? So today, I honestly, like before I press record now, I didn't know what to talk about and I don't know what to talk about now. You're like, okay, cool, pause, bye. But I ramble on and that's what I do. I don't really think about things. Uh, <laughs> That's what you should say in a job interview. Uh, no, but um, last week hasn't been too much about photography, really. What I touched on last week on retouching. That's yeah, that's what I've been doing. Retouching a lot of it, and it's never stopping. I really need a retoucher. Seriously, I'm a photographer, not a retoucher. God damn it! Seriously, I'm I'm on my second week on the retouching part. It needs to get it. I I mean, really, come on. It needs to be over soon. <laughs> yeah, I mean, one photograph, two hours, twelve photographs. Oof, that's a lot of hours. Um, this week. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not gonna cut it out. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I should have thought about that before. That was Facebook. Sorry if it raped your ear. Um, no, but uh, last week as well, except the retouching, um, I got a message uh, from a model that I photographed before. So I'm photographing that person on Thursday, Thursday night, which is fine because my studio is like 100 meters away. So yeah, cool, cool. And I have this Nako energy drink that's gonna keep me through the hours and days yeah Nako is a energy drink I don't know if it's only in Sweden I think so but if you're Swede you know what I'm talking about Nako Caribbean it's not a sponsor not a sponsor um also so now what I'm doing today specifically today on Tuesday is I'm creating a mood board if I finish the mood board today I'm going to go out and look for clothes this is another thing Looking for clothes. Not really my job. Well, I can put that, I can put that on me if I want to, or if I need to. In this case, I do need to. I need to be the own stylist. I need to be the photographer. I need to be the retoucher. That's three jobs I need to do. Um. So yeah, and understanding fashion again. It's a bit here and there. I mean, as Richard Avedon said. Fashion never dies out, or fashion always dies out. I mean, it dies and then something else gets reborn. And that's the life of fashion, you know? But, I don't know, I've talked a lot about fashion recently. That's because I've been so focused on fashion and, like, try to have a shoot each week. But now I understand, if I don't get a retoucher, and this is something for your other photographers out there, you probably start with the same thing if you don't have a retoucher. If you spend a lot of time retouching, because you're a perfectionist, as I am, then, then you know, you spend hours, and you're selecting from, I have 1,200 photographs to 12 photographs. That's, that's pretty good. 
I usually go six photographs though. But then, I mean, I have work as well besides doing, besides being free for four days a week. Um, when I'm not retouching, I'm working. I know work days, I'm not gonna focus on photography at all because it's gonna stress me out because I come late. I come arrive home late at night. How I'm rambling on like crazy. No, but um, what I wanted to say is that if I'm scheduling a fashion shoot each week, first of all, that's one mood board you have to produce each week. That's a hair and makeup artist that you need to search for, a model you need to search for each week. Also, once you like done the shoot, you have those photographs will be on your computer maybe a few weeks, a month before all the retouching is done, depending on how much retouching you do, obviously. But, and then you're doing that on and on and on and on. I mean, I realize that I'm not gonna be able to have a fashion shoot each week if I don't have a retoucher. If I'm stylist, fine, I can I can handle that. But retoucher, yeah, I can't, I can't do that. Because what will happen is I photograph and I photograph and I photograph, but the images never gets produced or, you know, gets, posted online uh, you know that's that's the problem so now I have a month old shoot that's not even published yet not published but you know online and that's not good you know I photographed that a month ago and it's gonna come up maybe two weeks from now so yeah it's it's difficult to do all the jobs at the same time if you have a retoucher then you know, that would be so much easier to just leave it to the retoucher, you know? But, let's stop talk, let's stop talking about fashion and retouching and that sort of thing. And let's go to something more personal, okay? Let's go a little bit deeper, deeper, deeper. No, deeper. Uh, <laughs> um, my project. I'm going to confront myself on the podcast right now. Oh shit! I put myself in the hot seat. Ooh, ooh, too hot, too hot in the hot seat. Um, now my alarm goes off. Are you kidding me? But you don't hear that because I put it on silent. Because I do think of you guys. I promise. No, but um, my concept art. The the thing that I'm convincing myself or I'm telling myself this is what I live for. Okay. When was the last time you did your uh, art projects or research or anything through three weeks a month maybe that's not good that's not good at all and these projects that I'm doing and this is for you creative people out there you know if you're doing something creative it depends on how you work but uh, my process of working is I do a lot of research I do a lot of research so for I'll break it down for you. I'll break it down for you. On a, a professional level to the to the break it down for you level. Um, so, how I do... Let, let's say it's concept art. So, my concept art is... How I do it there is I find something that I take from my own personal life. Um, something I've experienced. Uh, in the end, when I die, before I die, my last words will be like... You know, I've recorded my whole life. I recorded my whole life. This is this podcast is so unserious. Let me bring it down to a serious drama feeling. You're like, okay, click, goodbye. <laughs> no, but okay, 
Let me go deep. 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 Okay. Shit, I'm so childish. God damn. I'm gonna try. In reality, which this is, but in reality, if you meet me in person, I'm a quite serious person. But I'm also a funny person. That's such a douchey thing to say. Now, breaking it down. Okay. Um, with my concept art is, I look upon myself and I even look, go backwards in life. So one, okay, one deep, really deep thing I'm gonna just say on a podcast here, which is a bit emotional and I'm not gonna cry, not gonna cry. That's, that would be horrible. However, when I do my concept art, I do realize things about myself that I didn't know before because with a nine to five and everything, you know, you tend to not really go deep within yourself. And that's what art does. You explore yourself. I'm sounding maybe a little bit like a douchebag, but trust me, it's true. So when I did, I had a project called Growing Up Hurts. Um, that was a part of the project that I was going to create in Australia for my major project. But it became a part of me instead. The, the project name is a part of me. But Growing Up Hurts, um, it's, 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 the title is, you know, it gives it away. But Growing Up Hurts was that all the time since my childhood, from when I was born to maybe about 18 years old, I feel like I've always ne- I've always needed to leave someone I love or uh, someone yeah someone that I love for what for something that's greater for something that's gonna be good in the end it hurts like hell I'll give you an example uh, for example my father um, I mean when I was in Turkey when I was a kid because I didn't live with my father my I love my dad I love my mom but you know some parents separate. Shit, I'm going really deep here. All right. Uh, well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, and I visited my dad in Turkey. I was five, six years old, eight years old. And once, you know, you have to say goodbye to your dad and go through the gate and everything. When you're six, seven years old, you really don't want to do that in a really physical way. Okay, bye, Dad. See you in a year. That was that was difficult for me. That again um, happened later. I mean, that that went through my younger years. Um, when I was eighteen, I I um, went to Australia, and uh, when I went to Australia. I didn't really think about the consequences. So what happened was very like, oh, Australia, cool, let's go there. And when I went to, if I get some Sydney or um, Australian listeners, you'll know these places, Town Hall. When I got to Town Hall, not not Town, town Hall, Central, Central Station. Um, once I arrived there with my friend, I... It hit me. I mean, it really goddamn hit me so bad that I, it's like, oh shit, what the fuck have I done? It's like a realization. It's like you've slept for 50 hours and then you're waking up like, oh, what the hell happened? What, I, what happened was I, I went to the station and just when I went out of the station, 
I froze. And I'm like, dude, I'm in Australia. And I didn't realize that I left my mom, my dad, everyone that I loved in another country. To be specific, on the other side of the world, I'm 18. Let me give a little bit of backstory about what before I was 18, you know, the teenager years. I was a person who sat in front of a computer playing video games and never knew how to go to the city. Uh, yeah, I, I, my home was here, in my room. Not in a certain location, but in my room. In Sweden, in a very specific address. And I didn't know how to get to the city even. And now I'm in Australia, 18 years um, old, 19 years old, not 18 years in Australia. I'm 50 years old. No. Okay, going back to series. Um, so it hit me like, oh, yeah, I'm, al I'm alone again. I left my mom, my dad, my friends, everyone. For what? Why did I leave? And this is something that's very important. I'm going to take for the rest to uh, take with me for the rest of my life. Because I needed to do this for me. For my future. But the, this, the, the weird thing for me was that leaving everyone else behind, it felt like I was leaving them or abandoning them. Hurts so goddamn much. Because you look back at the person you was when you were... Like, it felt like you're leaving yourself, your younger you, to grow up. And that was very difficult for me. Like, I'm, like I'm saying goodbye to myself. Um, and to everyone else. For something good. How is that good? And that's what I never realized. How is hurting everyone else doing something good for me? And then I, you know, broke down. I started to cry, and and uh, the f the the two weeks in the beginning in Australia, when we lived at a hostel, um, was horrible. But then from there on, I grew. I uh, and in the in the end, I mean, uh, let me tell you this. This is gonna go a bit quick. Six months after I was in Australia, I went home in December. With, and was with my mom and I felt at home again. I'm like, oh, yeah, this place. I remember this place But everything felt so different and weird because you've changed so much and Then on the day or two days before I was going to leave Sweden again. I I Let me tell you this we were at the airport um, And they're like the plane leaves in ten minutes blah, 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 blah. I'm like mom. I don't want to do it. Nah, you know what? I can't do it no, I can't. And that was fear. The fear keyed in so goddamn hard that I was like, oh, no, 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 I can't do it. Can't do it. By the way, this is going to be a 20 minutes episode. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I can't just stop now. Come on, Dennis. No, 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 no. But yeah, fear keyed, fear keyed in. Um, and, and my mom broke down. I broke down in front of the airport. Um, and I was like, no, but I can get a job and everything. What if I actually did get a job? What if I did get a nine to five job and just gave up? Now, 
the the photography part didn't really feel that big for me then um, because what I thought about was being comfortable oh no no no, no. I need to be comfortable oh my god no 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 hell no I can't do this no 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 but then my mom said you go on that airplane um, and I did and at the time I was like no nah, I want to go home but um, once I got to Australia again I, I thanked my mom because without her I wouldn't be there and yeah so things could have turned very much and fear keyed in being comfortable keyed in but my mom was the strength to pull me like hey sh hey get your shit together you go there you know that was that damn that was yeah that was cool very cool but yeah i finished my years in australia and at the end i was like where am i gonna go i really didn't want to leave australia after three years it felt like home when i go to australia it feels like oh yeah my second home all right yeah that that home that dennis you know going back here again and I felt like a rock star. I got the diploma and everything. I did a, th a bachelor degree in six months instead of a year. And uh, I got awards and that sort of thing. And I created something huge, emotional, something I never thought was possible. I created. I th really think that a part of me, that project, those photographs, those photographs are so goddamn good. I mean, art-wise and emotionally-wise, so good. I mean, beyond good, beyond great, I think. But I think a lot of people don't don't find it, you know? There's a lot of shit out there. there and that's, like, it sort of gets a bit, a bit of a fog where great art is so hard to find because... You see art maybe every single day and you're like, you, you blank it out. But if you go to DennisForsbergPhotography.com, then you will, you, you can check on the project. But that project <clears throat> was um, about everyone in their life goes through something um, really bad. I'm think I'm talking about you maybe go through something super super bad once in your life and that thing defines the person who you are today. <clears throat> I want to take that thing, I want to photograph it. Sometimes when you have an emotional moment, I don't know about you, but I feel like oh shit, what if I had a camera here? What if this was a movie now? And I could have recorded this moment. And that sort of feeling is something I wanted to have in a photograph. But I staged it, but the emotions are real. People broke down, people cried on set. It was beautiful. And they were not actors, they were just regular human beings. I'm maybe going even 25 minutes. Whoops, I'm going beyond rules breaking, goddammit. But art is about breaking rules and being different. <laughs> so that's why this podcast might be 25 minutes. But 
yeah so and when I came back here degree reward everything confidence so high it's um, I created after two one or two months I felt that um, I hated reality reality is a tough bitch who will knock you down and you might stay down and maybe 80% of the world is staying down and what I'm saying with staying down is if you have a nine to five to <laughs> if you have a nine to five job and if you don't really think about what you want but were you worrying about what the next paycheck will be or if you're worrying about money all the time guess what you're not living your life and this is gonna be very hard for you to hear and you're not living your life and who am I to say that I'm not saying that out of hatred I'm not saying that out of anything other than love you should do what you want to do but then again now I'm sort of getting mixed up with all those emotional goddamn videos on Facebook on YouTube you can do it da -da 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 -da. and I'm pointing it out and it makes it more clear huh really I don't know but if you're thinking about money if you're thinking about if you're worrying about your economy and having a job you might like you might like it but what do you want that's another thing you can like a job I like my job but I'm not gonna work there for the rest of my life cuz what has a dentist done who was Dennis who was Dennis Forsberg? Who was one of my friends? You know? Oh, yeah. They lived. They had a family. They died. Cool. Yeah, cool. Okay. That's a way to live your life. I'm going super hard here. That's not a way to live your life. Not according to me. And, uh, yeah. God damn it. Don't goddamn do that. You have one life. You make it goddamn count. And... For me, I'm recording my life experiences. Now, the project reality sets in. I'm saying, hey, fuck you, reality. What the fuck are you up to? And look what you're doing to me. And I want that to enlighten other people. Because everyone, if not 80%, or if not even 100%, everyone is going to relate to it because we're all in reality. And that's something you have to think, think about. Technical stuff. And I'm not going to go technical now. I'm going to go emotional. Everyone will relate to that. Because whether you don't have dreams or not. You, you, you've hated your job from time to time. You worried about money from time to time. You thought about, hmm, maybe I can make more money by working more. Do I want to work more? No, you don't. You might hate your job. You might love your job. I don't know. But money isn't everything. It's nothing. It's a, it's a currency we need. But what do we want? Have you thought about that? What do you want? Not what you need. Oh, if I don't have money, I'm going to die. If I don't have money, then I can buy food. Cool. Get that part of the way. Get that part out of the way. That's why I work three... Three days a week. So I can survive. Financially. 
These four days when I'm not working, I'm living life. I'm feeling things. All the time. I'm not working and I feel the most emotional when I'm doing my art. And when was the last time I did my art? A, a while ago. I haven't felt alive in maybe a month or two. Or let's say even a half a year or since 2016. When was the last time you felt alive? I'm not talking about, oh, I had an experience about this and, ooh, this was so beautiful. I'm, th I'm saying, when did you see yourself and loved yourself? Yeah. This is a photography pod podcast. It's a visual art podcast. I can be silly from time to time. I can be funny from time to time. But trust me, I haven't labeled this as comedy. This shit is real. And if you listen to the whole part, when I said, ah, maybe I go 20 minutes, maybe I go 25 minutes. Hey, great, thank you so much for watching. If you haven't, then you missed this. And that's a bit sad, if you missed it. It depends, it might impact you a lot. It might not impact you at all. But you know what? I'm going to do my shit now. The reason why I'm doing fashion and portrait and that sort of thing is I love photography. I want to work within photography and this is where I can feel like I this is what I want to do. But my art, I've, I faced reality once more that, okay, my art is not going to sell immediately. It can. Nothing is impossible, obviously. But it's going to be very difficult. So I'm building a portfolio. So H&M, Sarah... Big Buck and all those companies might be interested in what I do. So I'm climbing. I'm climbing. Fashion. Art. I'm doing all that shit. Not everything at once because that's impossible. But in a year span. Yeah. Next year. Yeah. This project might take two years. But once it's out and you listen to this. You go, oh, god damn, I, I remember this project. I remember this project. I heard a podcast about this when he talked about this. And two years now, damn, here it is. Yeah. There it goddamn is. I can't see the future, but I'm gonna make the future. Oh, fuck yeah, that sounded good. All right, I'm out. I'll see you guys next week. And if you like the episode, then you can like the episode. You can give it one, two, three, four, five stars. You can give it a rating. Or you can give it a comment. Whatever. I've got listenerships in Germany as well now. So thank you, German. Guten Tag, I believe it is. And I'll see you guys next week. And it might be 15 minutes. I can't promise anything. See you guys.